Hello, and welcome to this episode of Surety Today. Surety Today is a live monthly call-in podcast presented by the Surety and Fidelity Law Group at Wright, Constable, and Skeen, located in the Mid-Atlantic region. Surety Today is offered to surety cleans professionals and is designed to keep you informed about important issues in the industry. Here is your host, Michael Stover. Okay, welcome everybody to this edition of Surety Today. My name is Mike Stover and I'm a partner in the Surety and Fidelity Law Group here at Wright, Constable & Skeen in Baltimore, Maryland. And I'm joined today by my very special guests, Chad Schexnader, Carol Smith, and Heather Johnzak. We're hoping she's going to be able to call in. Uh, I will properly introduce each of my guests uh, a little later. As, I, as always, we like to uh, open up with a thank you to everyone for your support of Surety Today. Please uh, pass along our contact information to any colleagues who you think may be interested in calling in. We also ask that you like and or share our Surety Today posts on LinkedIn and Twitter. When you like or share our posts, it lets uh, other people in your uh, networks know who we are. Uh, of course, if you miss a live presentation, you can listen to a recording at multiple locations uh, on, on our Surety Today page on our website, wcslaw.com as a podcast at iTunes or Google Music, Stitcher, or Podbean. Just search for uh, Surety Today and our microsite of suretytoday.net, all one word. If you have any suggestions for future topics, people to interview, or improvements, please let us know. Of course, we have uh, muted the line during the presentation to avoid any background noise, and we'll unmute the line at the end for any questions. As most everyone knows, last week, the Fidelity and Surety Law Committee of the uh, Torts Insurance Practice Section of America, uh, maybe it might have been the week before last, uh, held its annual midwinter meeting in New York City, New York. And uh, I, along with our guests today and many hundreds of other surety professionals were in attendance uh, during the business meeting of the FSLC. There was a lot of discussion about new programs and initiatives and opportunities for folks to get involved. And I thought that it would be a great idea to talk about the FSLC and what is going on and how everyone uh, can get involved. So I asked my guest to join today. Chad is, um, uh, is the program chair for the FSLC spring meeting coming up uh, the first week in May. And he's also the incoming chair of the entire FSLC for the years 2020 and 2021. So his uh, year starts this fall. Carol is the uh, longtime co-chair of the membership committee and uh, she has also held leadership positions in the FSLC. And finally, Heather is the co-chair of the FSLC Young Professional Subcommittee. My guests are some of the most involved leaders of the FSLC, and they are here today to tell us about all the exciting things that are happening. So at the meeting, the FSLC gave the Martin J. Andrews Lifetime Achievement Award to David Krebs of Krebs Farley in Louisiana. This Lifetime Achievement Award is a bit of a misnomer because David is still very much alive and still very much uh, achieving things, and he plans to keep on achieving things for many years to come. But the award is really a recognition of all that the recipient has done for the FSLC over their distinguished career up to that point. Other recipients uh, of the award have included our very own George Backrack and uh, others such as Marilyn Klinger and Patricia Thompson and Armin Shahinian and on and on. In any event, uh, in his acceptance speech, David was fighting back tears and his voice was cracking as he spoke about his involvement with the FSLC and what it has meant to him over the many decades. 
and all of the friendships he has developed and how special the FSLC was and is to him. And that's the thing. I think it, it, it's unique in our industry that we are able to get together at various conferences and meetings and get to know each other and forge the, these great friendships and bonds with people really all over the country. Uh, and I want everybody to have a chance to participate that, in that and to you know, experience that so that someday you can stand up in front of 700 people fighting back tears accepting your Lifetime Achievement Award. Now, some of you who have called in are already members of the FSLC, but you're going to want to hear about what's coming up and what these new initiatives are. Uh, some are not members, and maybe you can think about becoming a member or maybe think about suggesting membership to others who, who you work with. If you're uh, new to the industry, you should definitely consider getting involved in the FSLC. Bottom line, I think that there is something for everyone today, so let's get started. I wanted to start with Chad, um, and, and I'll, do a, I'll do an intro of Chad first. Chad has been practicing law for over 36 years. He's one of the leading surety and uh, bankruptcy lawyers in the surety industry. He's with the law firm of Jennings, Hogue, and Cunningham in Phoenix, Arizona. He earned his bachelor's degree from Washington University in St. Louis, cum laude, and his uh, law degree at Arizona State University College of Law, cum laude. He's admitted to practice law in the state and federal courts of Arizona, including the uh, U.S. District Court for the District of Arizona, the Ninth Circuit, Federal Circuit, Court of Federal Claims, etc. Chad has been involved with the FSLC leadership for decades, and he's been involved writing and editing numerous publications, such as Managing and Litigating the Complex Surety Case, Bond Default Manual, the Surety's Underwriter Desk Book, uh, the Contract Bond Surety's Subrogation Rights, the Law of Commercial Surety and Miscellaneous Bonds, etc. There's many others. He's listed in the Best Lawyers of America for Construction, the Southwest Super Lawyers for Construction, Insurity, Business, Bankruptcy, Creditors' Rights, etc., uh, Arizona's Finest Lawyers, and Martindale Hubble Top Rated Lawyers. As I noted, Chad's the program chair for the 2020 FLC, FLC Spring Meeting, and he is the incoming chair for the entire FSLC starting in the fall. Chad, tell us about the upcoming, uh, first, tell us about the upcoming FSLC Spring Meeting. Okay, thanks, Mike. Um, the spring meeting this year is uh, May 7th and 8th, that first full week. That's the Thursday, Friday. We will, by the way, have business meetings for FSLC on Wednesday for those that are involved in that. It's going to be at the Higher Regency at Lake Tahoe, a really uh, beautiful location that Daryl uh, picked for us, and we're excited and we think it should be a great program. Um, it's a day-and-a-half program of selected topics that are basically at the intersection of surety practice and bankruptcy law. Um, and not only will we have speakers who are definitely some of the most experienced practitioners of surety and bankruptcy available to us today, but we will actually have something that's just slightly more rare than a unicorn. We will have a sitting bankruptcy judge who actually practiced surety law before he became a federal bankruptcy judge. Um, this wow. is Judge August Landis from the U.S. Bankruptcy Court for the District of Nevada. So I did not... We even believe that such a thing existed, but uh, we thank our, our friends at Whitfield Eddy for uh, where he used to practice for, for pointing out that. Um, so you definitely want to hear his uh, super unique perspective on what we argue all the time and the positions we take and how that works and doesn't work in bankruptcy courts. So I think that'll be a, a fun portion of it. Um, in connection with the program, we're publishing a new book. 
Um, its title is Surety Aspects of Bankruptcy Law and Practice. I know that's just staggeringly riveting, but it's kind of what we're stuck with. Um, it's not a second edition of the 2010 book with which a lot of you may be familiar. Um, this publication is uh, new from the ground up. Uh, my co-editor is Mike Collins from Meneer Herod, and we just had a completely different goal for a surety bankruptcy publication this time. Instead of telling surety people what to do in bankruptcy court or what their options were, the goal of this book is to explain and document surety law for the bankruptcy world. So bankruptcy judges, bankruptcy law clerks, bankruptcy lawyers who aren't in our uh, club. And the goal there is to provide a readily accessible resource so the court is not left to guess based on insurance concepts or things we, we they shouldn't use and or are stuck you know with only the party's briefs which obviously courts are a little bit jaded about when when the courts are trying to understand what are absolutely some difficult concepts and in many cases um, if you come from the bankruptcy perspective the concepts are actually counterintuitive um, so that's what we're up to you know we're trying to accomplish not a practice guide but but something that stays pretty honest and straightforward about both the good law and you know some of the the less wonderful law but with a goal of eventually getting um, fewer surprises because, you know, we can deal with what isn't perfect if we know what it is. But for, for lots of folks in the industry, not knowing what's going to happen is much, much worse. Uh, of course, there are going to be lots of social opportunities, the traditional dinner uh, event on Thursday night. I'm, I have no doubt there will be golfing, hiking. I, I hear some boating. So um, it should be a, a good program. So that's basically the spring program. Great. Have the uh, brochures come out yet? They, uh, I believe, just went to the publisher this morning. I spoke with Janet Humman, so probably something we'll see within the next, uh, you know, week or so. Okay, great. And uh, just to toot my own horn, I did write one of the chapters for that new upcoming book, and uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was. I think my chapter is like 80 pages long or something. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, that, that one's on you, man, because uh, I didn't tell you it had to be 87 pages long, but it is very good, and I'm, I'm pleased to include it all. Yeah, no, it's going to be great. All right, so, so you've got the, uh, the upcoming year for you as chair of, of the overall the FSLC, and you start in, in fall. Tell us about uh, what's coming up in your year. Sure. So technically, I guess uh, from you know in the in the great uh, American Bar Association calendar, my time begins at the end of August, and at that point, uh, Daryl uh, Leonard will uh, be the recipient of a much deserved much deserved break. Um, so every year we, we kind of have the, a similar program. We start off with a fall meeting, which is a fidelity program we put on in conjunction with the Fidelity Law Association that occurs on November 4th. So our program dates are November 5 and 6. It's going to be back at the Ritz-Carlton in Philadelphia, where it was uh, two years ago. It was a venue everybody liked, and we it seems that we get a higher level of participation if we're able to stay up there on the eastern sea board where a lot of folks can can get in easily. Um, the program chairs are um, Sharkresha Di Bartolo and Teresa Gooley um, from Travelers. And the program name is Litigating the Fidelity Bond Claim. 
So the 2019 program was uh, a republication of the book handling the fidelity bond claim. And the logical next step in that progression is, you know, what happens when the claim cannot be resolved short of litigation. So the general framework for that program will be to um, examine a claim as it moves through the litigation process, you know, what the claims person or underwriter can expect, particularly in the context of their, their role in discovery, mediation, and trial, using a lot of experienced people who have actually, you know, been involved in fidelity litigation and uh, particularly stuff that involves a lot of discovery or has, um, you know, and it, it'll involve how litigating a fidelity claim is really different than litigating some more generic commercial claim or some other type of insurance coverage claim. Um, you know, you can imagine discovery depositions of the insured, the dishonest employee, what about discovery of underwriting files and claim files and what privileges, you know, the bad faith issues that always seem to show up when you're going to be in court. Um, you know, experts that, that suit that kind of thing, the pretrial motions that make sense, lots about what can happen and should happen at trial, and also um, some, some ethics elements. So they are well on their way to building uh, that program, which again will be November 5 and 6 of this year. Then the next program is the Midwinter Program, which um, if you've been to these before, you know, is really three CLE programs overlapping to some degree, um, and then some sequential elements during that time. So the program dates are actually February 4th and 5th of 2021, so a week later than is sometimes the case. Um, and the location is going to be Washington, D.C., at the JW Marriott. And a few years ago, we were at that property, super quality, uh, great pricing, which I, we think will really allow a lot more people to, to attend. Um, the program chair, so on the Fidelity program, Chris McKibben uh, from Toronto and a company co-chair that has been selected but is, is waiting on a specific uh, confirmation. Um, the titles, it's going to involve a lot of nuts and bolts. Uh, fidelity stuff, but a lot of current topic stuff. As some of you know, Chris runs a Fidelity blog and, and uh, has his pulse on uh, a lot of whatever's uh, happening. We'll also, um, they're going to take advantage of the location in Washington, D.C., which permits us to bring in a host of speakers that might not otherwise um, be able to travel to us. So, you know, Homeland Security, FBI, controller of the currency, a lot of people have stuff to say about, um, you know, cybercrime and some of those topics as well. Um, I know personally whenever I hear those people speak, I always just want to go back to my room and crawl up in the fetal position. But it's always interesting to hear what, what's right. new and exciting on the dark web. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it'll be a good deal. So um, the construction program um, is, of course, on uh, the, the Thursday, February 4th. Um, uh, Patrick Lee O'Halloran, uh, Jason Leaker, and Chris Bartolt from Liberty are putting this together. Um, this program has been building for well more than a year. Um, they're calling it the Disaster Artist, uh, Avoiding Disasters on a Construction Project. And the, the point of it is those things that happen that, that literally, you know, 
just explode everything. You know, uh, the massive bid errors, uh, you know, suddenly realizing the principal doesn't actually have the license for the work they're doing, um, you know, disasters relating to material price escalation, owner, contractor, subcontractor, bankruptcy filing, uh, force majeure, natural disaster type things that happen, uh, you know, some of these post-completion building envelope failures where, you know, it throws everything into a spin, and they're going to build a program around, uh, I'm sure, just a subset of those, because I don't think they could talk about all of them in a day, um, and they've already got some good ideas with that. Um, the surety program is, of course, on Friday. We actually have different sets of chairs uh, for the morning and the afternoon. A little bit of that reason, the program's going to focus a broad description would be indemnity, taking, and enforcing. And by that, there are a lot of issues that folks within the companies deal with, whether it's with the underwriters or with um, requests to manuscript indemnity agreements or changing technology that, that affects, you know, taking indemnity like electronic signatures, a lot of things that these kind of, if you will, I'll call them general counsel to, to surety folks um, deal with a lot. And so the morning program is going to be chaired by Ginny Boyle and Catherine Freeman, um, who have lots of experience in those areas and are selecting, uh, working down a set of, a very long set of issues so that we can hear about some of those in the morning. Then the afternoon program, which will be more, uh, you know, enforcement issues, um, is going to be uh, Rachel Walsh with Liberty and Amy Vernadis at Zurich, um, who will chair that section of the program. And, you know, those are issues I guess we're a little more commonly familiar with, specific performance and, and uh, pre, you know, prejudgment relief type things, uh, enforcement issues, early disposition, you know, collection, some of those kind of things that, that we all deal with regularly, but there are some new developments in some of those areas. And then uh, we may also have a particular um, ethics component. Um, I'm still considering. We had a real good turnout in New York at the ethics session, which was uh, pretty fabulous. That that dealt with um, some you know unperceived bias um, and some issues relating to that. Um, and it was a lot of people showed. So I'm, I'm thinking that maybe there is value to the attendees in uh, some of the ethics component. And, but if we do it, we're going to do something uh, a little more fun than your ordinary ethics type approach. So that's something I think I'm going to include. Um, spring program, um, which sounds like it's far away, but with these planning things, I mean, the hotel's booked and the program's already getting planned, is in May 6th to 8th of 2021. And that program is going to be at the Omni Mona Lucia, which is a, a kind of a boutique resort here in the Phoenix Scottsdale area. And it's, a, it's an absolutely wonderful property, and it should be just perfect for the size uh, a group we typically have at our spring programs. Um, the program subject is going to be somewhat similar to the Payment Bond Manual, which is an older publication of the committee. And if you were to open it today, you would see 50 single state chapters that say, this is the Little Miller Act in this state. This is the general context. Here are some of the peculiar issues and how they're resolved in this state, such as, you know, is idle equipment covered or attorney's fees recoverable, a lot of those things. And it was a great resource when it was done, but 
the the reality of of advancements is that you know not every person who does this kind of work, particularly people within the companies, you know, has this. 12-year-old book sitting on their desk, and obviously it would be of limited utility given the age. What we're going to do is this is going to be republished and reimagined in an electronic format. So what it would be is available to you know, anybody who wants to download it, law firms, companies, on people's intraweb, however they want to use it. And you will be able, of course, then to, within the publication, click a link, jump to South Dakota. You can hit the link. It will actually take you out um, to the, the Little Miller Act statute in that state, the current version. And if you want to know the answer to the question of, you know, whether attorney's fees are recoverable under that bond, um, you could – uh, look right there in the chapter, or you'll even have the ability to click a link, and it will shoot you to the the state author, um, an email, open an email, where you can say, I know you are here and you do this every day in this state. Do you happen to know, if there's not an answer to this, where do you think it's going, or why is there not an answer? So we hope it's going to be super useful um, for everyone, particularly those who, who practice a lot in different states. Yeah, that sounds really great. Um, yeah. Now, the chairs for that one are Ryan Springer with Employers Mutual and Alana Perrazzo at, at my firm at Jennings Haug. Um, I, I, I want everyone to hear the names of the program chairs because there are still a lot of speaking and writing opportunities available in these programs, which is one of the reasons Mike wanted to have me talk about programs that seem so far away. It's not like you're going to book your airline ticket, but if, you want, if you're interested in having the opportunity to participate, those kind of decisions are made way out in front, so we want folks to know about that. So just reach out to program chairs. Um, like I say, if for some reason there's one you've thought about and you didn't remember who the name was, you can always you know, reach out to Mike, reach out to me, and we'll get you an answer and a contact. So if you're interested in doing that, you can. Yeah, that's great. And that, that's exactly right. I want people to see what opportunities are out there they can get involved. I'm telling you, your year sounds really exciting. It sounds like great locations and great topics. Uh, let's, um, let, and thank you very much for coming on and, and, and bringing us all up to date on all this. Um, let's switch over now to Carol. Uh, Carol is a shareholder director with the Kansas City, Missouri law firm of uh, Dysart Taylor. She's been practicing for 30 years in surety, fidelity, and construction. She earned her law degree and bachelor's degree from the University of Kansas. She's licensed to practice in the state and federal courts of Kansas and Missouri, the Eighth Circuit and Tenth Circuit. She's uh, very active in the FSLC, its leadership. Um, she's a vice chair and she's been co-chair of the communications division. And as I noted earlier, she's currently chair of the or co-chair of the membership committee. She's edited and contributed to many ABA publications and has presented at and or been the program chair for several uh, FSLC events. She's the uh, co-editor of the Bond Default Manual, fourth edition, a contributing author to the uh, Surety Indemnity Agreement, Law and Practice, second edition, contributing author to the Contract Bond Surety Subrogation Rights, and a contributing author to the Managing Litigation, Managing and Litigating the Complex Surety Case, third edition, and, and many others. She's recognized as a super lawyer in Missouri and Kansas, and she holds the highest rating for Martindale Hubble. She was uh, also recently named to the Board of Directors of Surety Claims Institute. In her role as the co-chair of the membership committee, I wanted to talk with Carol today about membership in the FSLC, 
Uh, first, what are, what are some of the benefits of, of being an FSLC member, Carol? Thanks, Mike. Um, well, if you were in New York and you heard David Krebs' speech, um, he, he outlined it better than I ever could. Um, but I would break it down. Um, for me, the benefits are making valuable connections. Um, there's tons of networking opportunities that uh, enable you to meet with not only your clients, but other attorneys from around the country, which has been wonderful for me. I can pick up the phone and call several people across the nation if I haven't dealt with an issue and get the benefit of their experience and help. It's also been great for me personally just in getting referrals because not everyone has an attorney in Kansas or Missouri that they're confident, you know, deal with surety issues and, and know what those issues are. So that's probably uh, number one for me. That and you just make lifelong friends, and I have absolutely done that. Um, another benefit is obviously the programming and the CLE programs and the publications. Obviously, our committee publishes a great deal of uh, books and articles on topics that we deal with every single day. You can get, um, by being a member of ABA TIPS, you get discounts on those meetings and those books. Uh, a lot of times the, at the co annual conferences, books are part of the what's, what's handed out at the meetings. So that's part of your program cost is picking up a book. But if you miss one, you can typically get a discount on the books or the materials that were presented. Another thing that I've really noticed over the last couple of years is we've done an excellent job with uh, free webinars through the ABA. And they've really been on topic. There was a, a free webinar for members on federal set-aside projects just within the last couple of months. I think a year ago, collateral demands was a very hot topic, and we had a webinar on that. But you also can get free webinars on ethics, uh, topics like implicit bias, which for Missouri, last year, Missouri has included an hour uh, CLE requirement a year on implicit bias. So it was wonderful going to the midwinter meeting this year and um, picking up that credit um, in addition to the great panel that spoke and, and my good friend Galena Davidoff, who's a jury consultant and has done a lot of study. Um, I thought it was a terrific presentation, you know, very timely topic, and also taking care of your CLE requirements. Then another obvious benefit of joining um, the Fidelity and Surety Law Committee is just the opportunities to write and speak that are available. And not everyone wants to do that, but if you do, it's just a, it's a terrific way to 
learn so much more about what it is we do. I, I have to say that writing a chapter for George Backrat was <laughs> a lot of work because, you know, he makes you or he tries to have you read the hundred cases that, you know, discussed your topic. And if you're lucky, it's only a hundred. But it was, I mean, I just learned a lot. And now I feel like I understand different areas about what we do so much more thoroughly. And for me, I mean, we all engage in a certain amount of self-study and keeping up with the case law. But when you really get into one of these projects where you're researching to write a paper or you're speaking on a topic, it's really a deep dive into the subject matter. Um, and for me, that has been extremely helpful. Yeah, I have to agree with that. I, I know every time I've written something, I, I end up really learning a lot more than I knew going into it. Um, what are the what are the costs for a company person to become involved with the FSLC, and 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 are there any scholarship programs? Well, in 2019, um, the ABA kind of redid the due structure, and so um, for lawyers, it's it, it's a sliding scale, zero to four years. It's a $75 membership rate. Um, and up to, it, it graduates about every five years. If you're 20 years plus, the annual membership fee is $450. Um, and checking on uh, the membership fees for company folks, um, I did not get a clear answer, which I think, you know, if somebody falls in this category, give me a call and we'll we'll get to the bottom of it but if it's a, a lawyer a claims a company person that's a lawyer that's inactive it's $150 for membership um, company folks may also fall into the affiliated professional category which is also at that $150 rate so that's what I was able to to find out on that front and then the membership in TIPS and FSLC is another fifty dollars. Yeah, there that's. Are, a, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mike. I was just gonna say that's a that's pretty much a bargain considering what you're getting and and all of the uh, the opportunities that you get to get involved. And then there's there's the newsletter that comes out. There's there's other publications that come out in addition to the books. Absolutely, and if you're going to conferences, um, the discount on the conferences, you know, that if I go to three conferences, I go to all three conferences usually every year, and so just the savings in that pretty much pays for the membership fee. There are scholarships available, and there's information on the website about how to apply, it helps with not only the cost of the actual program, but travel and hotel. So that's also right. available if you need that help. And in addition to the, you know, the, the writing and, and the speaking opportunities and all that, the, being involved uh, with the committees is also rewarding. And you don't, 
have to go to necessarily to the meetings to participate as, as part of the committee. Um, they have they have conference calls and things like that throughout the year, but you can do a lot of really good work and get to know a lot of people by being involved with all the various committees. And there's a lot of committees that um, it certainly would love to have some you know some fresh perspectives. And then the, and then the you know the the FSLC is really and the ABA too in general is is really working on diversity and inclusion initiatives. And so there's there's lots of room and, and people are making room for, for everyone to get involved. Yes, and I, I spoke to Daryl Leonard actually this morning about that. And he indicated that the ABA has really made the, the diversity and inclusion a focus. Um, there are new uh, chairs of that committee that are energized and, and uh, excited about hosting different events, um, not only in making sure that the people are involved in giving presentations and writing papers, and we have diversity uh, in that respect, but also socially and networking. So um, right, so we have we have mentor programs and things like that to get get people involved. I mean, it, you know, maybe, maybe there was some concern in the past that this was, you know, sort of the good old boys network or you had to know somebody to get, it, it, that is totally not the case anymore. You can get involved just by picking up a phone and calling. They would love to have anybody get involved and there's no, you don't have to be from a big firm. You don't have to know somebody to get in. There's no secret uh, password or handshake. You just, you just pick up the phone and call one of the, in the leadership and, and you can get more involved than you would ever want to. <laughs> so uh, I, I don't know, did Heather join us? Yes, you Heather know, is. I, Mike, if, if we've got just a quick sec second. For company folks, I would really encourage you, if you want to get involved, to look at um, the different law divisions. Because to me, when you go to a pro program, programs are always successful from, from my standpoint. If somebody gives me a new idea or helps me address an issue that I have on my desk, and the different law divisions of the committee, um, there's fidelity, construction, performance bond, payment bond, miscellaneous bond, bankruptcy, among others. So if, if it's an area that your practice focuses on, if you get involved with that committee, you can suggest issues for programs or for articles to be written. Um, it's one way to really help yourself deal with what's on your desk. Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 uh, I, I Heather was was going to join us, and and she was going to. She's the current co-chair of the of the YPS. Uh, but Carol, you can you can help us talk about that. I mean, the YPS, as I understand it, is. If you're I, I under 40, then you... Is, is Heather on the line? I am here. Yeah. Oh, you I are. Good. You okay. <laughs> good, good. Well, Heather, we're, we're already past our time, but I wanted to go ahead and, and give you the chance to talk to us about the YPS. Absolutely. So the YPS, we really pride ourselves on being a stepping stone for anyone who's under the age of 40 or has been practicing in the area of fidelity and surety law for five years or less to getting involved in uh, the Fidelity and Surety Law Committee. 
So we host all kinds of events at the midwinter that just took place in New York. We had our annual Dutch treat dinner where we had 40 uh, different people attend from company people to consultants in our industry and practitioners from all over the country, uh, followed by our charity poker tournament that we host every year. This is in addition to other specifically targeted happy hour and networking events that we host through the ABA throughout the conference. And in years past, we focused a lot of our YPS at the midwinter meeting that just took place, but at the upcoming spring meeting in Lake Tahoe this year, we're looking to work with the chairs of the Diversity and Inclusion Committee to host an event on that Wednesday evening before the programming starts on Thursday. So it's really good because I know from my own personal experience, sometimes when you walk into the room, and it seems like everyone knows everyone, it's a large group of people, it can be very overwhelming. Um, but by being part of the YPS, you get to meet people at these early events the night before on Wednesday, before the programming starts within your peer group. And so you have a group of people that you've now met that are gonna try to get you involved, introduce you to others. And it's really great for networking, referrals, and getting to know the practitioners in our field across the country. And as we are growing through this profession together. And so our yeah, and the, the, the YPS events, you know, that they hold or, and I think Heather might've said this, but they, anybody can go to those, you know, even if you're age challenged like I am, I went to the dinner and stayed for the poker and actually came in second place in the poker tournament, I have to say. So a great event. Yeah, and we actually, we encourage everyone to attend. Um, everyone, the, the, our events are open to everyone. As I said, they're great networking opportunities. But really also, we want to encourage uh, anyone who's bringing people 40 or younger or new to this area of practice, please encourage your members, your attorneys to attend our events because that's our, our biggest push is engagement um, and really having the opportunity to get to know one another on a social level as well as professional level. Yeah, and I think the program chairs are, are, are really looking for younger people to participate in the, in the presentations and the panel discussions. So there's really a lot of opportunities. I mentioned there's mentoring uh, that's available too. And, and, and one of the big pushes that, that Daryl was talking about at the meeting was that there's now, um, the, the FSLC is now doing a, a blog uh, on surety law. And so they're looking for people to, to write short, you know, articles that can be posted on the blog. And so they're, that's a really great opportunity for a young person to get involved and, and start getting their name out there by writing some articles on, you know, relevant topics. Absolutely, and that's another thing too, is becoming part of our membership roster. So anytime one of the other vice chairs or committee chairs, they need an article for a newsletter, for the blog, are looking for new speakers, are looking to help uh, have someone help them with an article or a presentation, if they contact YPS, either myself or one of my other two co-chairs, Michael Sugar of Forcon or Alana Perrazzo of Chad's firm, uh, you know, reach out to us and we can reach out to our membership and find someone who is interested and wants to get engaged and wants to participate in writing an article or potentially speak at one of the upcoming meetings. Right, right. So, so it's easy to get involved and it's, it's uh, very rewarding. And like I said earlier, you know, there's no magic handshake. You just pick up the phone and, and, uh, and, and you'll be on your way. 
So I, I, I thank Heather and I thank Carol and Chad for joining us and, uh, and, and sharing with us all that's going on in the FSLC and uh, what a great opportunity it is for everyone. And, and, and everyone has a story or um, can talk about how it benefits them and, and how they've enjoyed being a member over the years. So we, uh, we commend that to you. So I'm going to close out here uh, our next um, and, and get the speakers to hold on for a minute. The next uh, surety today is March 9th uh, at 12.30. Uh, George and I will be doing something, but we haven't picked a topic yet. Uh, the next uh, PSCA, Philadelphia Surety Claims Lunch, is March 18th. Uh, and the Chicago Surety Claims Lunch Meeting, the next one is March 5th. So thanks so much for uh, joining us today, and I look forward to speaking with everyone again next month. Now I'm going to unmute the line and see if we have any questions from anybody. Okay, so uh, we've got our, our speaker still here. If anybody has any questions about uh, the FSLC or getting involved or what's going on next year. Okay, last chance for questions. All right, everybody. Thank you very much for, uh, for calling in and, and thanks again to the speakers. Everybody take care. Yeah, thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Surety Today. Audio recordings and white papers from prior episodes are available on the Surety Today page of the Wright, Constable, and Skeen website at wcslaw.com backslash surety-today.